Hello and welcome to Reddit on Reddit, the internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Cambo-Campbell. We're sorry, everyone. I'm not. Oh, oh. Right off the bat, you're being aggressive. Here's what you need to know, <laughs> listeners. In fact, you may even hear it in your voice right now. In ter- yes, I'm, I have been a little bit ill. Yes. And this is the order in which this week went. Mm-hmm. Nelson's well-being, yeah. number one. <laughs> Game of Thrones, number, number two. two. Uh, Avengers, number three. Yep. I'm uh, watching Avengers a second time, <laughs> number four. And then you, the listeners, <laughs> a.k.a. the podcast, yeah. number five. Also, I, bet you, I bet you thought, listeners, you're, you're, you, would, you were higher on the list than a second watching of Avengers. <laughs> but no, you were not. You but uh, as we said a couple of weeks ago... Uh, once Avengers comes out, we don't know what to do with our lives. Guess yep. what? Now you're number one. It's done. That's yep. out of the way now. You're number one now. You're number one. We don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, but I apologize. We, we sometimes are late, but we're never normally this late. Yeah, we, we so, haven't been doing a recording on a Thursday for a very long time. Yeah, I know. You, you would think we'd evolved beyond it, but there mm. you go. No. It turns out we haven't. That's it. <laughs> but... Yeah, we just want to say up top. We 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 know, and we're sorry. Can't and this show will be the best one yet. Mm. Oh. <laughs> just before the show started, I said, "Oh, yeah. really, really struggled with Reddit this week." Um, which is strange because I'd been on Reddit for a lot. When you're sick, that's all I do. I got, <laughs> I got sick of Reddit. In yeah. fact, I got sick of Reddit. I got sick of TV. I got sick of everything. Wow. I mean, you, you just got sick in general. I got sick. That's <laughs> so what happens. Uh, anyway, Kembo, let's get into this first post. Oh, uh, please. All right. Uh, this is by Come in My Diverticulum. I think that's meant to be rude. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> this person says If I am ugly, will attractive women have their self esteem hurt if I approach them? And ask them out. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, it really depends on the person, doesn't it? It depends on how shallow that person is. Because mm-hmm. there is a way that you could take it as a compliment regardless, which I think it should be. Mm-hmm. If, if someone mm-hmm. is attracted to you, I think that is complimentary. But there, there yep. definitely is the kind... There, yeah, is, there isn't... I don't think there's a, a ground rule that could cover all people. Because there is definitely the kind of person that would be like, how dare they think they can hit on me? Yeah. yeah. I'm far too above their station. I'm, I'm way too pretty. Yeah. Um, okay. But this is what I think. So I, I, I agree with that, right? There'll just be some people that are out like, like oh, how dare you? Yeah. But I think this is more true than you might think because it's in true that people uh, will be offended. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Not necessarily just women. Uh. Right. I think we know it's too shallow as people to say, I can't believe this person hit on me. They're so ugly. Right. I don't think most people are going to say that. Yeah. And that's why you get those, some few that will say it because they know everybody else is thinking it. Okay, maybe not all the time, maybe not every person, but I reckon it's a little bit more common. My reasoning partly is, because I've never had a girl hit on me and be like, 
uh, she's far too ugly for me. <laughs> I've never experienced that yeah. in my life. So I just want to put that out there first. But um, I've never had a girl hit on me. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I go back even further. <laughs> I, I wish one day. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, but I thought about it in the reverse circumstance mm-hmm. in which an attractive person hits on you and you feel better than if somebody of what you would imagine your caliber, you know, everybody's got like a range. Yeah. We all understand this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, you know, fives marry fives, yeah. fours marry fours. Tens marry tens. Do you think... I would think if if we're going by this like (laughs) arbitrary rating of people's looks... Mm, It's not arbitrary. Everybody knows. Okay. Um, There is a rating system. But do you think... It just seems shallow to bring it up. Do you think that... I think there's a buffer of like two. Uh, Like you can get a five that's dating a seven. Yeah. And you're like, huh. It's not unbelievable. Very, very good. Yeah, yeah. You, sir, yeah. have done fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You've either got a lot of money or you're <laughs> very funny. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I think that there's a there's a buffer zone of, of two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. In, in relationships. Yeah, yeah. That's that's true. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, and I there, there is the odd anomaly. Yeah, yeah. It's rare. Anomaly, like. like like in science, sometimes there's an inexplicable anomaly. <laughs> yeah, and it, it does require some extensive research. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do occasionally get that. I would say, um, re- <laughs> this is such a shallow conversation. Recently, uh, Ariana Grande, the mm-hmm. famous pop star, was engaged to a guy called Pete Davidson from Saturday Night Live. Right. Yeah. And I would say that classifies as an anomaly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because she is a very beautiful, famous pop star, mm. and he is a guy that writes for Saturday Night Live, and he looks like a guy that, that writes, writes for, for Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Live. Live. <laughs> yeah. And he's actually a very funny guy. And, yeah. and there's, See, it's I, the I, funny. Funny gets yeah, you a yeah. few points. Somebody gets uh, you a few but, points. I mean, the the point difference is pretty severe on that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but know, I think, okay, you said, oh, this is such a shallow conversation. I mean, yeah. Okay, maybe technically it is, but I think it's still a rule that we all live by, right? Whether we want to or not, in general, looks have such a big impact on who we end up like dating and seeing. And- so I'm just showing Nelson a comparison of Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. Oh yeah, yeah. Would you say that's a? He's not crazy. I, 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 th- I pictured something worse, but okay. there is definitely a disparity. Yeah. Look, <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, th- yeah, he's not hideous. He's or thinking he's like, but but stuff. he just looks like an average guy. Yeah, and yeah. she doesn't. Yeah. At all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She looks like she was made in a factory. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's just, it's just too perfect. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but getting back to this point. Uh, yeah, sorry. This go on. Place, uh, I, so I thought maybe in the reverse sense, mm-hmm. right? If I was approached by a very attractive, if Ariana Grande came up to me, yeah, she's like Nelson, you're I mm. love you. Mm. I, I would say, she well, said, well I, I wrote the song on the brakes. I wrote the song, thank you, next, and you were the next. Oh. That song was about you. That's what she says to you. I'd be like, well, I'm flattered. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Did, didn't listen to it, but thanks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not really a you know big music guy. <laughs> um, uh, if she and then somebody else of average appearance mm-hmm. asked me out, I would feel 
a little bit more validated by Ariana Grande, right? Mm-hmm. Even though that's shallow to say, you'd, I think just inherently I'd be like, a really super attractive person mm. finds me desirable. And that's just made me feel a little bit... Hey, if anybody asks me out, I'm feeling pretty bloody good about myself, <laughs> all right? But just a little bit, if I was marketing on a scale, <laughs> Ariana Grande, just a little bit higher. Yeah. So I thought maybe it's the same if somebody really ugly asks you out, Mm -hmm. you might feel a little bit less about it, like a little bit more like, oh, it doesn't feel as good than if somebody of average attractiveness. But that's a glass half empty way of looking at it. And then the glass half full way would be like someone is interested in dating me or... They think no, I'm no, attracted. no, but that's not it. It's not about. It's about comparing the two. Yeah, but I'm that's saying f- for that to work, you'd need to be asked out by both in a very short window of time. But I'm saying in general, if you're out, if you're at at the club, the like you are of at, your life. at most weekends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and ripping the, up the dance floor. And a, I um and a, a girl came up that uh, that you thought, oh, I'm more attractive than her. If that thought crossed your mind. But she was like, hey, you know, do you want to go get a drink mm. or whatever? And you're like, oh, no, thanks. I'm here with my friends. And you very gently let it down because you're a gentleman. Yeah. I think you'd still be like, all right. I still got something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. But That's... you're just saying you've got more validation. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm answering yeah. specifically this question. Yeah. Of like, where, oh, well, he's but just, he's my, just a bit more extreme. But my point is you're not offended. You're not offended, I'm not offended. by the girl. Which, no, which is not... what this person is pointing out. Yeah. Saying, are you offended to be like, Would the oh woman have their self-esteem hurt? Yeah. Is what he specifically and, said. And or you, she. You wouldn't have, I don't think you'd have your self-esteem hurt. You just have better self-esteem work yeah, at Grande. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have my self-esteem hurt. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, you'd be bragging about it. Okay. That's, either way. Yeah. You'd it, brag it, about it more if it was Ariana Grande. But it, you'd be bragging either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, That's true. Yeah, yeah. Self-esteem, probably not. But I just think in terms of, I don't know, feeling better about it or something, there could be something there. And I just wanted to bring that because I thought it was an interesting point that it's like, we do, we are more shallow than I think we all let on. Yeah. In fact, Tinder is probably a fantastic example Mm -hmm. of that. The fact that that exists and is so popular (laughs) is just like, is just like, yeah, we base 90% on looks. Yeah. And then, and then from there we go to, you know, their personality and whatnot. And if it's worth, if their, if their attractiveness is more attractive than their crazy, that's fine. <laughs> but if it, you know, it, it evens out or is less than their craziness, then I think, no, thank you. I think um, shallowness only works up until a point, though. <clears throat> it depends what you're looking for. If you're looking yeah, for yeah. a long-term relationship, then shallowness. They could be Ariana Grande, yeah. But if they are the complete opposite to you in every way, it yeah. it will just never work. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But but I think the thing is, like, let's say I am of the caliber of dating Ariana Grande type mm. uh, p- people. I think if Pete Davidson dated her. You could date her. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, uh, it, it, but yeah, if if I'm, let's go with the rankings. If I'm a 10, yeah. right? And I am dating other 10s. Mm-hmm. If I date a 10 
And then I realized this person totally isn't for me. Yeah. I The next person I date, probably going to be a 10 though. You I don't know? think so. I, rec- I don't think that... I think that you're right. Shallowness doesn't make a good relationship, but I'm going to continue to date 10s because it doesn't mean that every good looking person has a bad relationship. Yeah. Th- th- yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> uh, has a bad uh, uh, personality. I mean, yeah. Uh, and he's going to be a bad relationship. So I may as well keep trying to date <laughs> the pretty people. Because is that not logical? To be like, we theoretically all have the same percentage chance uh-huh. of having a good personality, right? Yeah. Like, or, or a personality that matches our own. Uh-huh. Like, that's an even percentage chance. So I may as well <laughs> try to go with people that I find attractive as well uh-huh. because we've already established everybody's root yeah. and, 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 and their core. And I'm not so. saying that um, attractiveness doesn't play a part. You need to be attracted to who you're staying with yeah, yeah. if you're staying with them for the rest of your life. If you're not attracted to them, that is also a problem. Yeah. And you need the combination of both. Shallowness doesn't work in the long term, but also being attracted to them is is a must. Otherwise, it also won't work. Yeah, yeah. You need the... Do you think the example then of like a 10 and a 10 that, that works so perfectly is like uh, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively? They're both just kind of like the most beautiful people in the world. Yeah. But also they seem to genuinely really love each other. Yeah. And like, that's, yeah. that's tough, that one. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how'd they do that? That's Yeah, that's right. Everyone else just gave up on yeah. relationships after that. <laughs> well, well, that's the peak. I guess um, we can all stop trying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one other thing I wanted to briefly touch on. Sure. Uh, do you, you know the premise of the nice guy, right? Mm-hmm. Where particularly on Reddit, I feel like, in fact, I think there's a subreddit called nice guys. Mm-hmm. And it's basically about people who try to, they're guys that think they, they're the nice ones and the girls always get with the assholes. Yep. But the they nice should, guys they should get with the last. nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nice guys finish last, and um, uh, and and sort of feel like some go to a pretty extreme extent of like, girls should be sleeping with me mm. because I'm nice, and the other guys aren't. I got a I got a uh, whiff. I got uh, a whiff by this post. Mm. I don't. When you're saying I don't like the entitlement of. Uh, Girls should be sleeping. Yeah, with me. yeah, it's yeah. A bit, uh, it's leading down a dark path, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. But I got a whiff of, from this post mm-hmm. that it was maybe a bit of a nice gay post right. because nobody would normally. I feel like even if you're pretty ugly, you don't worry about worrying too much about somebody else's self esteem. Like a super attractive girl's self esteem, yeah. eh? Too much. I think you're like, hey, if this is going well, I might ask her out. But you might think that if you've never spoken to the person before yeah. in your life, then being a nice guy. And I say this, just, I mean, roll the dice. You never know. Yeah. Give it a go. She might say yes, or yeah. he might say yes, or whoever you're interested in might say yes. Just roll mm. the dice. The worst thing can happen is you're rejected. And I, if, you're, the if problem you get rejected is, all the time, it doesn't matter. The problem is, after school specials, if they've taught us anything, mm. that you could be set up to be a dunce. <laughs> <laughs> and a really hot person in, a, in like the says, Letterman jacket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah football yeah. under his arm. Yeah, actually, I just watched uh, Kick Ass 2 mm. the other day, and that happens to the, the girl. Yeah, it happens to, to uh, what? Hit Girl. Mm. So, 
You never know. That yeah. could happen. Guys, and that's worse. Learn a lesson from Kick-Ass 2. Don't ask anybody out. <laughs> Ever. You might have your hopes and dreams exact opposite to the point I was making. Yeah. <laughs> which but was just go for it. I know, but we learned yeah, as yeah. we were having this conversation yeah. that obviously stay, stay safe. Yeah. We're, we're, we're men of science, which means that we can make an assumption then based on evidence change what we had mm. already kind of predicted. And yeah. That's what's happened here. That's what's Don't happened. ask anyone out. Don't ask anyone out. What, why would you risk that? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you risk the humiliation and and anxiety? Mm. If you're in, if you're in a relationship now, end it. Here's here's a question: Can you masturbate? No. Why do you need anybody? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh okay. No, you against, should ask me about that. that. That's against God. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Um, alrighty, Cambo, let's get into ask credit. Ask credit. This is by. I'm going to cough. <laughs> That's right. Everyone, just a reminder, Nelson is sick. I'm sick, guys. Occasionally, I'm just going to cough to remind you all that I am sick, so you <laughs> feel a bit bad about I it. I appreciate the courtesy of uh, coughing away from the mic. Yeah, I think I'm, I vaguely remember very early in our recording days, I, well, I've answered just coughed straight into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost so many listeners. Oh, that God, day. So many listeners. <laughs> uh, okay, this is by Operator139. You just died. All of a sudden, the first thing you see is a review site, an option to leave one to five stars with the dialogue box directing the data to God.com. <laughs> what review do you leave with how many stars and why? For my life? Yeah. Or just life in general? I think... Because uh, uh, if it's, if it's my life... It doesn't life, actually say at all. Look, it's well, just... you. That's something that you might have to interpret. Right. Because if it's my life, I feel like both of us, we need to be five stars because we live in the first world. We're pretty privileged. We don't starve. No, we don't do any of that. But if it's life but in are general. are you saying then that, that uh, we are on par with Ariana Grande? I don't know why we... I'm just going to keep her going it's, for this whole episode. Because Ari- it, it's the Ariana Grande special. Yeah. And yeah. if we title the episode that... Yeah. Uh, History will show us that that will probably get more clicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Ariana Grande special slash Endgame stuff. Spoilers. Slash Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that that'll do it. Uh, but I, we're I, not I, on par with no. But I if because you've only got a five star spectrum. Yeah, and yeah. comparatively, we're way closer to that end of the spectrum mm-hmm. than we are at the bottom end. But then, okay. Okay, four and a half then. It needs to be at least, <laughs> needs to be at least four and a half. Yeah, yeah, maybe five stars are the super privileged, uh, extremely rich, extremely, um, yeah. I don't know, maybe like trust fund kids maybe. Yeah. They yeah. want for nothing. Mm. But, but a lot of them, is that, is that a lot of them are depressed. Yeah. yeah. Because money does not buy happiness. That, yeah, see, that, that's what I mean. Mm. Mm. If I died now, I would take off half a star because I didn't get to complete, you know, I feel like I got a bit of a, a bum shtick, not even living halfway through the average life expectancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's like fair. like if you play a video game and it's only an hour and a half long, you'd be like, "That was a good game, but it's too short." Yeah. So I got to take off a star or two for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so that's it's good. it's losing that's half a, a star maybe for that if I if I were to die at twenty eight. And what? Okay, what if? Mm-hmm. 
we were because we're at the moment sort of considering that this star rating system mm. is just for humans. Mm. What if it's for all living life? Mm. You know, yeah, that's that's life. not going to down considerably because of humans. Yeah, because humans are the worst. Yeah, oh yeah, by yeah. far. And I feel like if we were some. There's like flies that live for like five days. Mm. What's the worst that could happen in their <laughs> life? <laughs> They've probably got the best life out of yeah. everyone. But I mean, th- there is a natural order of things and animals kill animals. And I understand that that is the natural process. And yeah. humans kill animals yeah. uh, for food, which I think is fine. But humans also cause a lot of destruction to homelands of animals mm-hmm. and things like that. That is for like f- frivolous comfort. Yeah, isn't necessary. And for that reason, humans bring the average star rating of all life on the planet down considerably. Yep, yep, yep. In in like a some kind of Garden of Eden situation where everyone is living off the land and all is equal, five stars all around. Yeah. In the industrial revolution kind of age that we live in. Yeah. It's like two stars. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's not unlivable and it's fine, but it's not great. Yeah. I mean, the planet's almost dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, th- it, yeah. That's right. Um, in fact, maybe this is a test by God <laughs> to see how well. Like, if you're maybe if you rate yourself five stars, yeah, he's like selfish. <laughs> you're going to hell. Yeah, but then maybe if you rate it too low, I mean, he made us. Yeah, you don't want to be. You don't want to give him a one, and he'd be like, "Hey, didn't even appreciate life." I made you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're going to hell. <laughs> You need to be between two and a half and four stars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. the safe range where you're not kissing ass. <laughs> yeah, though God loves oh, a kiss. Oh, he does love a kiss. The ass. first commandment in the Ten Commandments is don't ever have another god. Yeah, <laughs> there yeah. shall be no other gods than me. Yeah. And then the second one is don't have like false deities and stuff. Yeah. The first two are about him. Yeah. So maybe he would be like, <laughs> unless you give it five stars for the honor of me giving you life. Yeah. That's straight to hell. Four and a half stars will get you purgatory. Yeah. <laughs> Anything below it's hell. Oh my God. This this God character. Mm. He's a piece of work, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> five stars, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we were to rate him five stars. Five stars. <laughs> There's also, it says the dialogue box. Mm. So, uh, oh, so they'll fill comments. Perhaps we could write write comments. Yeah. So like, bit short, but... Yeah, yeah, Bit yeah. short, but good. Bit, good, but short. Dear God. This is a great life. Don't send me any hell or anything. Yeah, obviously. Uh, Love you. Always have. We've always... This isn't a surprise. Yeah. What's happening? Look, if I had to improve one thing, mm-hmm. uh, wouldn't have put in pop-up ads. But mm. but otherwise... Mm. Unskippable 15-second ads on YouTube. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. But that could have been the devil. That You know what? Fair play. That could have been the devil. Dear God, I'm sorry <laughs> for all the, all, the, all the bad things the devil put in. Yeah. Why'd you let him go around just free roaming? It doesn't I, seem I don't right. Is does God let him go around? I thought he was always getting on God's nerves. He's like, ah, oh, the bloody devil tempting people. He's God. He could do anything he wants. Snap his fingers and and the devil would just disappear. You're thinking of Thanos. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I am thinking of yeah, Thanos, yeah. yeah You've got Avengers on the mind. <laughs> yeah. Um but okay, he could clap his hands. God's a clapper, I think, more than anything. Right. (laughs) He's a clapper. Oh, wait, no, that's the lighting system. (laughs) Um, I I forgot when he said, let there be light. Mm. He He clapped it up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm just saying, I think he'd deal with it if he wanted to. Mm. But maybe he was like, oh, uh, life's boring otherwise. Add a bit of chaos. 
Mm. Yeah, you're thinking of the Joker. Oh, now I'm thinking of the Joker. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He does love a bit yeah. of chaos. Yeah, you, you are thinking of different comic book villains and not God. It's weird that you're thinking of them in the same light. What? Because one's mm. definitely real. Mm. And the other one has been made up by people's imagination. Mm. So Maybe you to decide which is which. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So we're giving it three stars, roughly around my, two and my, a half to four stars. My life, yeah. specifically, I'll give four and a half. Okay. A little bit short, not super rich, but that's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, life in general, all life on earth, I'm given two. Yeah. Human life, I'm given three and a half. Three and a half, yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah, cool. Uh, okay. Here's another one. Okay. For you. This is by uh, Impedito. I have a feeling we've done this one before, which I feel bad about, but whatevs. <laughs> uh, if you had $600 to your name, and we're about to be homeless. Mm. How would you spend this money to guarantee the ability to live? Actually, mm. maybe we've had something slightly different. I think we've had something slightly mm. different before. Mm. Mm. It's not unlike my current situation. <laughs> <laughs> don't have a heap of money. <laughs> well, are you about to be homeless though? Yeah, that's true. At least, yeah, I've got a home at least. Mm. Uh, about to be homeless. I suppose you never know. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, we could, you could, lose. It, it would be hard to become homeless, right? Our, just to well, show how it, fucking it, privileged we are in our specific situation. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, us, us specifically. Yeah. It would be very hard for us to be homeless. Mm. Like, we've got a lot of friends and family to back up on. Yeah. If anything, you're one up on me. You've got a girlfriend. Yeah, that's true. I got, uh, that's why I need a girlfriend. <laughs> just a backup in case I become <laughs> in homeless. In case you become homeless, you've got someone to crash. Yeah. I, I ruined my relationship with my family, <laughs> with all my other friends. Yeah. Still got the girlfriend. Yeah. She'll support me. Um, uh, but what, yes. What would you do to guarantee? Mm-hmm. Play the pokies. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My way? first mind went to went to gambling. Um, gambling. <laughs> I was like, double that a few times. You got yeah. enough money to <laughs> last. Uh, yeah. High risk, but high reward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Think of that reward. I baby. mean, because I need it. I. The thing is, six hundred dollars mm. is is pretty worthless. Mm. Perhaps mm. right if you're homeless. Um, I I mean it's. It's obviously not worthless, but it's comparable to maybe having only a few bucks. Yeah. Like uh, sitting on the streets and, and uh, begging for money yeah. is the, the $600 is going to give you the equivalent amount of like um, shelter or whatever. Yeah, uh, in, the, in, the, um, in the vast scheme that is buying a house or owning a property, it's a drop in the ocean of that amount. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. Yeah, that, that was a much better way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I, I'm, I'm guessing this person wants to be like, oh, you know, I'd buy clothes and I'd buy meals and stuff. Wait, so is it the $600 to ensure you are comfortable or ensure that this, like you are able to then shelter yourself again? What, what is it more aiming towards? It, it just says, how would you spend this money to guarantee the ability to live? Okay. So yeah. I think... Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like food and supplies and stuff. I, I'm, I'm guessing I get that's that rationale. They're, they're, yeah. they're going for... Although, like, food in itself... I mean, yeah, you, you would obviously need that. Mm. But then... But if I'm going to be homeless, I'm going to be, like, mm. the Googling homeless shelters and where they give out free food and stuff. 
and that sort of thing. Mm. So then maybe I don't want to put any of my money towards food. You still have your smartphone, but are you playing, paying for that bill every month? Oh. Or are you going to the library, free internet? They can't yeah, get you out. It's warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd do that. Yeah, break in, sleep at night. Do they have like a <clears throat> service for paying for phones for homeless people? I feel like I don't I've, know. Yeah, I feel like I've seen something like that If they like don't, it's before. a bloody good idea. Oh, yeah. million dollar idea. Think of oh, all the wait. money we yeah. can make from charity. <laughs> um, you say that, but there are a lot of asshole charities yeah, out there I that, that I'm pretty sure are thinking that exact same thing. Yeah, looking at you, Coney 2012. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think even some of the big ones. I'm going to say without any I, evidence backing it up, I think Oxfam is a not a reputable one. Yeah, I, I think I've heard that as well. Um with no evidence whatsoever. Yeah. Please don't come after us, Oxfam. We know you've got a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and that you very well could. Yeah, you suspiciously have a lot of money. Yeah. Though I'm pretty sure on the other end of the spectrum, the brand Thank You, which I think is just an Australian brand. Um, uh, yes. Quite maybe. on the level, I believe. Uh, yeah, he seems, he seems pretty on the level. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, the thing is... And they release, their, can... they release their yearly earnings and stuff every year, which is, is a good yeah. <laughs> example of, wow, you're being very honest about this. I think you're meant to be if you're a charity, right? But I think that the, the problem is that you can but I'm cover saying... that stuff. Yeah. I think that's the issue. Mm. Yeah. It's like, because the, the thing is like, okay, charities need people to run them mm-hmm. and you can't... Can't do it for free. You can't do it for free. Yeah. At a certain point, you can have volunteers yeah. on a certain levels, but you need to pay somebody yeah. eventually. You need employees. Yeah. yeah. But I think... Uh, so, and so I think that's how some charities... All charities will say they're not-for-profit mm-hmm. or anything like that. But you can still pay somebody a yeah. gazillion dollars a year yeah. to do their job and be not-for-profit. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think that the thank you, that thank you charity is, yeah. it seems pretty on the level. For people that don't know what it is, it's a company that just, they, they make products like um, water bottles and soap and stuff like that. And they're slightly more expensive than your, uh, <coughs> say your regular bottle of water. Say your regular bottle of water is $1.50. These are like two bucks. It's slightly yeah. more, but all of the profit of that goes to this charity that then gives it to uh, the water bottles, for instance, help with, I think, wells in Africa. And yeah, yeah. Soap helps with. Uh, I think it's like medical equipment, uh, something like, like that. Yeah, yeah. They've got, they've got, they do a whole um, baby line, yes, stuff yeah, like yeah. diapers, and yeah. they, and then again that so goes to like children. The idea is it's still affordable, but it's slightly more expensive than your yeah. bottom rung. But all the profit will go somewhere else. Yeah, and um, the and then I think his his idea as well is to make it like a zero cost, yeah, sort of. Yeah. So as much money as possible can go yeah. to the... Yeah, yeah. There is. Anyway. Um, anyway, so we spend our $600 on thank you water. Mm. Might come oh, back around to us. W- would you spend $30 of your 600 on a copy of The Barefoot Investor? Oh. Skip to the chapter that's probably like, are you going homeless? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the credit cards you need. <laughs> or no, he's against credit cards. Here are the bank cards you need. You need the two... ING Orange Everyday Transaction Accounts. If you're homeless, mm-hmm. this is what I think you should do. Sorry, the Barefoot Investor is a financial guy here in Australia as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think you... Okay. All you need mm-hmm. is credit cards, really. You said don't get credit cards, but really that's oh, all right. you need. And you're talking about running away from the debt. Yeah. Like, just in, like forever. So you need to... Go to a bank, mm-hmm. 
Because I think if you look the part, if you wear a suit, mm-hmm. so spend six hundred bucks. Spend six hundred bucks on a suit. Yeah. <laughs> no, spend five hundred bucks because you might need to buy cologne occasionally. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And and like a, a razor to shave. Mm-hmm. Uh and you just go from bank to bank, and you try to. You obviously have to set it up under a false name, mm. but I think if you look reputable enough. Mm-hmm. You might be able to get away with less stringent checks than than others. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you're in a five hundred dollars like, oh, suit. I forgot my ID. Trust me, my name is Bill <laughs> Bilson. <laughs> um, yeah, or identity theft. Mm-hmm. You know, identity theft's a great one. That is a good online one. fraud. Give that a go. Give that a go. Yeah. But then you know you need a computer all the time. Yeah, and it's true. It's hard to do it from the library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But identity theft. All you really need is to steal people's mail. Mm. Might, <laughs> that's true. You might get lucky. You might get lucky steal their credit card that's been mailed. <laughs> <laughs> Sign up for a credit card in their name. When it gets mailed to them, steal it from the letterbox. Oh my God, <laughs> this is bloody just genius. But what you do, so you, you spend your $500 on a suit, 100 bucks on a razor and cologne. Yeah. <clears throat> get a bunch of credit cards, mm-hmm. take them to the casino, double your money. Oh, you've got so much <laughs> money. Done you've got a house in six and then, months. And then... You can, if you're being a nice person, you can pay off those people's credit cards. You know, if you win. If you win. (laughs) Yeah, if you win. (laughs) If you win enough. I mean, this is all about if you win, though, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) But in a way, isn't that life? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Um, But yeah, definitely. I think I would put the 600 bucks on just a number in roulette. That's Mm. like 35 to 1 or something like Mm. that. That, oh. It's pretty good odds. <laughs> and Nelson, you tell me you've got a system. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've got a system. Did I ever tell you that I had a friend who thought there was a system to roulette? Really? Um, and not and and even it it was a um, it was a computer roulette machine. It wasn't even real roulette. Yeah. Maybe that's why he thought there was there was a system because it was a computer yeah um, game essentially. But I remember one time we were sitting, there was two machines next to each other and he's looking at the numbers. And this was bad. This guy probably was close to being homeless at the time. <laughs> um, probably because he was gambling all his freaking money. Is he time. homeless now? Was he Could close be. then and has gone to homeless now? To a, for a very long time. No, I think he has a job. But he was like a compulsive liar and, and stuff. And wow. uh, Anyway, and so we went to the like TAB just a, across from where he worked. Yeah. Um, because he just, he wanted to earn more money no. and he would sit there for like a few minutes looking at the previous numbers yeah. and just being like, Oh, okay. It's going red, black, 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 red, red, black, black. Oh, red's due. And, uh, <laughs> That's not a system. And it's not a system. It's not a system at all. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And, uh, Guys, and so I've got a system. On... if it's been red heaps, <clears throat> probably black soon. Yeah. Yeah. Good system. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, and then he, and so then he started playing and I was like, I have two bucks, like found two bucks on yeah, me, yeah. put it in the machine. I put it on number 13 because mm-hmm. that's my number. Mm-hmm. And it came up. I, I wasn't even looking at the screen. I was looking at his screen and then mine went, you've won. And I was like, oh, sweet. Turn two bucks into $75. I didn't mind that. And he turns to me, he goes, how'd you do that? I've got a system. What I do is I win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's like, oh, I can't tell you the secret, obviously. <laughs> I mean, otherwise they, they would take these machines away. So, uh, But yeah, he was just a freaking moron. Um, but if I was risking my homelessness on it, definitely I'd gamble that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Cambo, let's get into Today I Learned. So now it's time for Today I Learned. Today I learned. This today I learned is by Monkey64285. Today I learned that Victor Hugo wrote The Hunchback of Notre Dame to inform people of the value of Gothic architecture, which was being neglected and destroyed at the time. Hmm. I mean, they haven't learned their lesson, have they? Yes. They bloody burnt it down. Why did they burn it down? <laughs> Out of spite to Victor. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we we hate gothic architecture. <laughs> and burn this so one down. He, he wrote that story to bring awareness to gothic architecture. Yeah. Because it wasn't being appreciated. Yeah. Maybe they burned it down for the same reason. Because, like, after a certain period of time, like, I wasn't I wasn't really interested in, mm. in Notre Dame or gothic architecture. Like, I've seen it. I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. Somebody was like, we burn this down. Everyone's talking about people it. Get, people Suddenly, get about it. everyone fucking loves Notre Dame. <laughs> everybody's everybody's talking about the Hunchback. That's what it's about. Right? It's just about. Well, do you think, because there's a common uh, <coughs> a common screenwriting tactic called the Pope in the Pool, which I don't know if we're ever talking about on the show, but the, the idea is if there's Probably something not. that's not that interesting, like um, say we're in a movie and I have to tell you information and that information is not that interesting. I need I need to tell you that something's going down at the docks mm. at midnight on the 5th or something like that. Yeah. Not that interesting. But if that were to happen in a scene and you're swimming in a pool yeah. and I'm telling you by and the pool. And there's a Pope in there. And there's a Pope And in the there, Pope's touching me inappropriately. People are kind of going, that's a oh, different story. That's interesting. Why, why, is he in the, why, why is the Pope in the pool? What's going on here? But you're still taking in that information. Yeah. So it makes it more pal- palatable. Yeah. Do you think that originally he's like got a got a story? The guy of Notre Dame. Yeah. He's like, that's not very interesting. Mm. Oh, he's hunchback. Ooh, oh, go on. Ooh. And now the hunchback has stolen mm. all the limelight, and everyone thinks of the hunchback and yes. not the cathedral for which he was trying to bring attention to. And now he's like that fucking hunchback. Yeah. Okay. I see. I just thought about something. If the hunchback mm. asked out the attractive lass, mm. she was, I mean, she was freaked out, right? Something, he didn't, he like capture something? Uh, I don't even she, remember She was story. freaked out by his grotesque appearance, story, but uh, I don't think she was. Um, it was her self-esteem yeah, lowered? Yeah. It, I think so. <laughs> it, it didn't, it didn't go into her self-esteem per se, just her, her fright and her, uh, mm. her personal, um, like uh, her, her mental well-being wasn't really touched upon. Yes. From a self-esteem point of view. But yes. you know what? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Um, Still, he should have negged her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. If the game has taught me anything. Yeah. And it has. It's taught us many things. <laughs> that's why I have so many girlfriends. Because yeah. yeah. uh, <laughs> girls, they neg you pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, okay. But my question to you is. Yeah. Can be. Yeah. Uh, do you care about uh, what's your what's your thoughts on uh, the Notre Dame uh, b- building burning thing? Uh, I mean, it's very sad. Um, I even though this isn't necessarily tied to this. Um, ever since I in, back in high school, I studied um, uh, Renaissance history. Yeah, I have so much more of an appreciation 
for those old buildings and how genius they were in their architecture. Yeah. Um, like the, the dome in Florence was the first freestanding dome without any of the sports. Could be the way that it's built was built so that it, it held itself up. And Notre Dame in this, in that same way is like, it's a real marvel of architecture mm. and I really do appreciate how beautifully constructed it was. So it's very sad that it's gone. Mm. Uh, and I am glad that they're, they've been given so much money to rebuild it from all these companies and stuff like that. I think mm-hmm. is uh, is a really good thing. Um, that being said, I've never been like, oh my God, it's it's my favorite and my heart is broke. You see, you see a lot of, um, I feel like there there are people that have traveled to, to France <coughs> and out of obligation have gone and got a photo at Notre Dame, mm-hmm. even though they're not that interested in it. Suddenly reposting those pictures being like, so glad I saw this trailer before it went. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. There's a lot of that. So, going so on. I, I don't also like glorify it beyond what I. I, I always thought it's a, it's a it's a beautiful looking building. Um, I appreciate the the architectural design of it. I think it's quite striking. But you know, I I, I never held like like I said with the dome in Florence. I actually think that's a real marvel, and I I would be way mm. sadder if that were to go. But it's still sad either way. Do you know what I find interesting, actually, the fact that you brought up the dome in Florence? And, I, and I've heard about that mm. before many times for some reason. But I think that's well, interesting. Well, you have that, um, that magazine subscription, Dome, dome Monthly. Domes in Florence. And every month, it's the same one. It's the sa- just <laughs> Guys, it's the so good. Story. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but architecture these days, right? Because that was very specific. It was like a specific time... Mm when somebody did something amazing and I feel like it, it, it was just everybody knew about it. Mm. But now when there's like architectural advancements, people might be like, oh, that's amazing. But it's not held to the same esteem mm. as these like older uh, buildings and things. I think that's like just sort of interesting yeah. how it's really about the period of time more than and almost I, the construction yeah, itself. And, and the construction of the dome itself took so many years, like yeah, yeah. years and years and we years. We could of, do that of, in a flash of, now. Of trial and error. I think that's the thing. You you can probably, I mean, I am just speculating here. Yeah. You can probably put your design into a computer and it would tell you the how stable that would be and, and if, oh, if right. the math yeah. really works before yeah. you even put, you know, chisel to old nail yeah that they would have used back then yeah uh, so to speak Chisel to nail yeah um <laughs> well you know those like those like big hammer to st- nail oh but on the other side is a chisel yeah yeah, so yeah, yeah. Sure. I, I know <laughs> i know specifically of the tool you're talking yeah, about. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look hammer to nail all right if you want to use that better example sure let's go hammer to nail sometimes you'd hammer in a nail just right it would bend yeah. you have to put chisel to that nail yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking the back end of a chisel. You're using it very well. Um, yeah, so so I imagine that, uh, for instance, there's a, there's a desk I, I saw not too long ago, which is like this weird kind of architectural marvel because it's this huge, heavy desk, mm. but it stands on just one leg on the left side of the desk, but the left leg supports all of the yeah, weight of the yeah. entire desk, which is amazing. It, it looks like it shouldn't work. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I guarantee like you, that, yeah. before that was probably 3d printed for all i know <laughs> yeah, yeah. there there were um tests run in a simulation to be like yep yeah, that that is structurally sound yeah that's in right, theory yeah. we can print it okay that works yeah rather than uh, chisel to nail <laughs> yeah. up on the dome in florence being like they just need to work this out using pure mm. old-fashioned mathematics i mean so they I think- do they do models though yes yeah, i yeah, think yeah. like 
in even today i think they still do models even though there's probably yes yeah, software that that could allow for um a lot of the physics of yeah. of uh of construction but uh yeah i think there is a, a part of it like there's still a lot of heavy mathematics and stuff in in architecture today oh, yeah, and, for sure and I, I don't think we like solely go off the software but yeah i mean i i guess it's right it's more about like the process of it being made that it was so much more difficult back yeah. then but but and i i just think that we i see i'm of the opinion that like let's let bygones be bygones sort of thing like with, with notre dame with notre dame mm -hmm. it had an amazing history yeah uh i don't think there should have been as much money to Put back into it. Or it was right? way too much money. <laughs> yeah, that's way, that's the, way, that's way that's too uh, much money. Who's it? Uh, who's the um, the president? Uh, uh, yeah, some or, uh, rich yeah. dude. Uh, um, it, French. Did you say French? I said rich dude. Oh, I, I, sorry, I thought you said Swedish dude. For yeah. a second. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> no Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, maybe that's him being like, oh, geez, the valuation was five billion. Yeah. Oh, for for all the all the materials. Yeah. 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 Old, we need old wood. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I just sort of think like, okay, that was a, the Notre Dame is great, mm -hmm. uh, great building in history. It's gone. Now. I mean, okay, it's not completely gone. And obviously you should still um, repair it sure. so that it's a yeah. working building. But uh, I don't think there needed to be as much money. I don't think people should be as upset. It's like, you know, okay, this is going to be the stupidest thing that I compare it to, but it's something we've spoken about on the, on the show where it's like the, um, like, uh, this, this new star Wars movie comes out <laughs> and you're like, Oh, I hope it doesn't ruin the originals. And I remember a point that you, you often say is but the originals still exist. Yeah. They, they were still great movies. The new ones aren't going to spoil anything else because you can still go back and watch the movies as yeah. its own entity. I kind of think it's the same thing. It's like the the previous architecture of Notre Dame has existed. We know about it. There's a gazillion photos of it. We've we, It's in books. It's been studied. Like, it's amazing. The new one you know, isn't going to ruin the old one. We don't need to repair this to its former self because we just understand that it exists. And there is other architecture in the world which is brilliant and fascinating and is happening today. So let's just, like, appreciate that everything that's going on. We don't need to spend so much money and time and effort and sadness yeah. on rebuilding something that existed. I, I understand what you're saying, but I think your analogy does fall down or burns down. Um, <laughs> in that, like, because the metaphor of the Star Wars movies, like I said, yeah, the, what it doesn't matter if the new ones are bad or good or whatever because the old ones are still there. Mm. But the point is the old Notre Dame isn't still there. It would it would only work if you're saying they're building a new Notre Dame. Mm. Like, well, it doesn't matter if that one's crap because the old one's still there and you can still visit that. But yeah. so that in that way, the analogy doesn't quite work. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I know it wasn't it, it wasn't a flawless yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, example. Um, but I mean, like, surely... But are you, you, yeah, what you're saying uh, is it, it's had its impact on history and that impact on history won't change. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. W- with it not being there. It'll still have the same impact that it's always had in history. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I, I just don't, I don't think we like need to keep it there. Uh, uh, and I don't think it needs to be returned to its its former glory. Uh, in fact, I, I, I think it's like a story in on itself that it, it that it did burn down and whatever, and that's that's fine. Let's like here's the cynical part though, Nelson. Especially because the whole thing didn't burn down. It was mainly the spire, right? Yeah, yeah. Um so if the whole thing had a burnt down, I'd be more inclined, like the like the Twin Towers. Yeah, yeah. They completely collapsed and they didn't rebuild them. Yeah. But if if it was just like, you know, the, the hole in the side of the building from where the plane hit, they would have just covered that up. So I think you can rebuild the spire on top. Yeah. I think that's okay. But also the cynical part is that you know that if they are to rebuild it, the tourism there is just going to go through the roof. And yeah. that's actually really good for France's economy. Yeah, yeah. So by True. by by rebuilding it is actually better for France. Yes, probably true. What if though they were just like knock the rest of it down, let's build a theme park. <laughs> People were getting <laughs> that's that. a damn amusement park. <laughs> yeah, I get you know what's that. better than the church? A roller coaster. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> It goes so high, some people say you see God. <laughs> see, it works on so many different levels, can be. Yeah. Can be. The hunchback merry-go-round. Maybe I should write an email. <laughs> hey, Do you guys thought about a theme park? <laughs> uh, Emmanuel Caron, that's the president of France. Thank you, I finally got it. Yeah, yeah, he's Swedish, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into shower thoughts. This shower thought is by Raging Winston. Movies are typically more enjoyable on their first watch, while songs are typically more enjoyable after a few listens. It's interesting that you've brought this point up. Yes. Because just last night, I said to you that um, we saw Avengers... And yeah, I mean, don't worry, we're not going to say any spoilers. No spoilers. Um, but I enjoyed it much more the second time. Yeah. Because it's so much movie. Yeah, yeah. That I, I walked out the first time being like, hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's Let a lot to think, process. Think about all this. Lots yeah. Of process. But the second time, knowing what was coming, just washed over me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I enjoyed it a lot more. This, that was a good point. Uh, but but I think generally I, this point is correct. Well, <laughs> like like my I, follow-up question was going to be, because sometimes when I write this, I think, what's the follow-up question? Mm. My follow-up question was going to be, what is the opposite examples of this? And normally you have to rack your brain to think of an example. Mm. But, but you started off with one. But you started off with one. Yeah, yeah. So, so but Avengers Endgame is the outlier, I guess. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In that sense. Okay, so now I'll try to think of another one that we can talk, because we're going to talk about Endgame. Yeah, yeah. But is there another one that you're like, oh, the, the what's that again? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, I, I would one. say you you would certainly appreciate... The, the, the twist is obviously the most impactful the first time you watch it. Yeah. But the second time you watch it, I think, is, is better pick up on everything. because you pick up on everything. Mm. You pick up on all the cues that were, were really leading you there the whole time. That's a little bit like Fight Club as well, actually. Yeah. Because I think the twist is only like, whoa, that was amazing. And then you want to go back. You, you want to go back mm. and watch it I, and be like... What like how like surely some of these scenes don't make sense and then you watch and you're like oh they do make sense I I think that Fight Club and this is gonna anger a lot of dude bros whose favorite movie is Fight Club I'm included so you'll be it's your favorite movie Fight Club it's one of my favorite yeah Uh, so uh, I think that 
that is less like um, when you rewatch the Sixth Sense. There's scenes that slap you in the face with how obvious this should have been for you. Right. But Fight Club mm-hmm. never really has scenes where you're like, oh my god, this is so obvious what's happening here. There's one or two that you can kind of interpret. Oh yeah, I see how they they didn't actually interact there. But uh, I would say the no, Sixth Sense. But there are. There's I, I would say like, less to the extent than the Sixth Sense. There's does. one where he comes back from the uh, the the um they they burn a building they burn yeah. a face into the side of the building yeah and he comes back with some beers into the room and he cracks it at everybody he goes what the f did you guys do and he goes nuts yeah and you're like and everybody's looking at him weird kind of smiling and laughing that is like such a brilliant scene watching yeah. it back because you're like he was there he was with them yeah that whole time and now he's going off with them crazy i reckon but- that's like a really yeah, I, I'm not saying there isn't examples, but I'm saying the sixth sense, I would mm. say, m- makes you feel dumber when you're watching it because there are points where you're like, how did I not ever pick up that his wife does not speak to him through this entire movie? Yeah. She barely looks at him. Mm. And it, it's it's masked in a way that it makes sense the first time you watch it, but the second time you watch it, you're like, oh my God. That, yeah, yeah, of course. But Fight Club, I, a little less so than that, I Admittedly, say. I watched... Uh, Sixth Sense probably about um, two months ago yeah. for the first time. And I obviously already knew the the, the twist. So the whole time I'm thinking about... Everyone about was it. an idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody knew. I think I, I, I spoke to you about it after I watched it because I was like, I don't know what I was meant to be thinking and feeling at the time uh-huh. of watching this. Yeah. And I had to like clarify with you of like, <laughs> is it meant to be this obvious? He doesn't... Because even there's times where he's like talking to the kid, he's just in the lounge room one yeah. time and the kid walks in and it's very strange anyway but yeah you, you, you're right um how about songs that are enjoyable the first time uh this, this is harder i think because uh, i do genuinely agree that the more you hear a I've song one. the more it grows on you and the more yeah go baby shark <laughs> have you heard that song well i have it was yeah, yeah. very popular just recently yeah, yeah. a few months ago I, my I, niece I would... my niece played it mm-hmm. And yeah, when I when I heard it, and I was like, "Oh, kids' song," and it is like really catchy, yeah. really fast. Yeah. Um, and she played it a lot just in the one day. Yeah. Um, and I I think my emotions to that song were the same. And then like weeks and months passed, and I yeah. was like, "I hate this song." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's true. That it only works n- for negative reactions to songs. Yeah. yeah. You hear Baby Shark, and you're like, "Oh yeah, Baby Shark, do do yeah, it's it's fine." Yeah. And then it plays again and again, and you're like. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. no, no. Until the point that, that you hear that tune come on and it sends like a shiver down your spine. Yeah. And you're yeah. getting Nam style flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, okay, here's another one. This is by Dabhand Danzig. <laughs> the phrase, you only live once, applies to both living dangerously and living cautiously. <laughs> yes. That that is yeah, it's a real glass half full, glass half empty way of using that phrase. Mm. But I, I always, I, I I never got the. Maybe this shows the kind of personality I have when someone's like, "I better jump off this building." You only live once. I'm like, "Yeah, you only live once, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't jump off the building. I if think you it's live just nine times, personalities, yeah. literally, of like yeah. why, if, if like I don't think one person uses you only live once in two different occasions." Uh, 
themselves. Like they've they've got one use of that. Yeah. You only live once, yeah. and it's and it's either because they're living dangerously or because, or because they're living. Yeah, that's true. And, and I I guess I'm the kind of guy that says it as in live carefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You only live. Once. Well, how, how would you say that you? use I it? I think I use it in the dangerous oh. sense. I think sometimes. I, I use it because I need to, um, it's a way to get out of my comfort zone, I think, sometimes. Because yeah. I think that's uh, I think that's an important part of living is like getting pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone a lot. Mm. So I think sometimes it's just like an easy phrase to use to to get you that, that extra step further uh, and to go like, yeah, I, I, I could not jump out of a plane, but... Then that's I'm just in my comfort zone. I'm not doing anything. Oh, you only live once. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> have you ever considered stylizing it into the word YOLO? Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Just food for thought, Nelson. We could make T-shirts and stuff. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I don't know why I put this one on here. I look forward to not having much to say about it then. This is by Shawnee Shawnison. <laughs> The people that make Pringles say that once you pop, you can't stop. But they are the only company that make crisps that come up with a lid you can put back on. (laughs) (laughs) And he's got a point. And also they make it increasingly hard to continue. Yeah. The the more that you pop, the harder it becomes. In fact, the more you pop, the easier it becomes to stop. Yeah, that's right. Because unless you've got tiny arms. Hmm. It's just as easy, really. That's a very narrow market. It is such a impractical... Like, maybe the CEO... I don't know who the CEO of Pringles is, but maybe he's got tiny arms and little hands. And he's like, guys, once I pop, I like... <laughs> this must be everywhere. And and everyone's too scared of him. They're all like, yeah. They mm. keep trying to design new packages. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 this one's fine. <laughs> and, and they're like, they're making you ad. He's like, put put the slogan in. Yeah. Like, oh, I was thinking we maybe we'll go away from the slogan. Now put the slogan in. Put the slogan in. Everybody loves the slogan. I love the slogan. Yeah. <laughs> hands up who likes the slogan. He puts his tiny little hand up. <laughs> They're all like, oh no, Ugh. there it is. They all shudder a little bit. Do you think bit. he looks Ugh. like the Pringles logo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. The big head. Yeah. Tiny arms. <laughs> big mustache. Um, okay, I got one last one here. Yeah. Uh, this is by Credible Hulk. Mm-hmm. Farting silently. <laughs> that's a funny name. <laughs> Uh, farting silently is a skill everyone must learn, yet no one teaches. <laughs> it's it's a good point. Yeah, yeah, and it's funny because you never, like, you never catch yourself teaching yourself that being like, oh, I need, okay, I need to really practice this. Yeah, it is an evolutionary thing. I think. Yeah, okay. just naturally by your human nature, mm. somehow by osmosis, perhaps. Yeah, it just seeps into your conscious. Mm. Well, it's, it's, it, yeah, that's true. Maybe it's like, uh, when you're younger, are you, oh, actually, this is more interesting than I originally <laughs> thought. Cause are you ashamed when you fart? Like when you're younger, maybe. right? Maybe that's how yeah. it has to start. Yeah. They strip you naked. They walk you through the streets, ringing a bell. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> that's not quite what I meant. Yeah, right. But, um. It's like Game of Thrones on the mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe is it. Like when we're younger, we we fart, and somebody goes, "Oh, poor, stop! Yeah, don't fart." And so we're oh. like, "Oh, well, I can't help this because it's a natural reaction." <laughs> but what I can do is maybe slip it out silently. <laughs> or maybe we all do have someone, and we've just kind of blocked them out because it happens so young, and our mind's still malleable. Where you do a fart, and you're a bit shamed, and then an uncle or something slips by and goes, 
You can do it silently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't, don't, don't tell anyone. Just release your sphincter a bit slowly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you do is you, you slightly tilt one cheek up off the chair mm. so slightly and it just slips out. Wait, I just I became an uncle only a few years ago. Is this something that I have to think about when I'm it's one around of, my nieces it's and It's one of those instincts thing. You'll find yourself saying it and you're like, okay. oh my God, it's happening. This is, this, is, <laughs> this is the moment that every uncle's yeah. Yeah, yeah. input into but a the, child's it's life. It's one of those things where they say like, when you know, you know. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know when it's time. This is my time. Yeah. My time to shine. <laughs> uh, all right, Campbell, let's move into podnapping. Uh, so this is Podnapping, where we nap a pod. We steal a segment, uh, share a topic mm. of conversation. Uh, I listened to a lot of podcasts this week oh. and came up with not much. <laughs> uh, but I listened to, I ended up listening to a podcast called Press Send, mm-hmm. which is uh, a very girly advice show. Sure. Uh and so essentially I thought I'd just do the same questions. Yep. And we could give our advice. Sure. Um So you 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 want the the male perspective on these female skewed answers? Uh oh, female skewed questions, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I or think, are they just generic questions? Well they're sort of generic. Okay. But they they were already given very girly ass. Like these are all from women. Yep. Um and they're getting women responses. Maybe there's somebody out there that might want a male response sure. to these. Happy to do it. Nelson. More heavily skewed. Happy to do questions. it. If if the world loves anything, it's a man's opinion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, we've said. Uh, okay, so um, this is by. I got three, and they're really long. So I'm I'm going to cut it down okay. to two. Um. The first one is, it's by Anonymous. Ooh. They said, Coward. I've, I've, <laughs> good start, good start. I've always wanted to move to New York. I even managed to land an internship there one yep. summer while in school, even though I'm from Florida. Mm-hmm. After graduation, a job opportunity fell through and I ended up moving back home with my parents. Fast forward two years later and I'm still in my hometown working two part-time jobs. One in social media and one in an office just so I can get by and pay the bills. I don't even mean rent bills. If I had to pay rent bills, I'd be screwed. The problem is I'm really comfortable. I love the people I work with at both jobs, and my boyfriend of seven years is here and plans to be here for another few years to finish his degree. But other than that, I feel like a complete failure. Nothing I'm doing is helping me grow, and nothing I'm doing is helping me figure out what direction I want to go in life. I feel so stuck and not in a good place. How do you get the motivation to leave, to end some of those relationships? Not the boyfriend, though, lol. Hmm. To just say, fuck it and go. To figure out what you want. Bottom line, I'm in a rut and I'm too comfortable in my hometown with relationships that I know aren't getting me anywhere. How do I get the courage to leave? And how do I figure out where I want to go and what I actually want to do? It's a, it's a big topic. It's a, it's a big one. Mm-hmm. First, first step. What, what was her name? Get rid Sorry. of the zero. Yeah. Get with a hero. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. What, what, what was her name? Anonymous. Anonymous. Let's call her Lisa. Okay. Um, Lisa, 
first of all, we'll do you a favor. If you you want to move to New York, yeah. Hey, Hazim. Hazim. Can Lisa stay with you until she gets on her feet? Yeah, yeah. She's not very good at paying rent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she has a boyfriend, all right? And she's got a boyfriend. Lay <laughs> your hands off, Hazim. All right. You bloody creepo. Uh, th- I mean, this is hard for us because we we still live in the city that we were born in. <clears throat> but I, think <laughs> yes. we, we, I didn't even think about that when... I think we both happen to really like our city. I think we've got a, a kind of a cool, unique city. Yeah, that's and, and true. And I know there are people... Like, I know people that have moved here from other cities in Australia that have been like, oh, the city's a bit small, it's a bit boring, but there's more going on here. So I think we're just lucky in that sense. It's true. That being said, yeah, I mean, you, it's you, not like we're New York either. New York is like, a, like levels and levels and levels above. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's right. I, it is, although, like, it is it to some degrees, I don't know. The, it is. Like, a few episodes ago, yeah. or maybe even last episode, you said that uh, Melbournians are very smug yeah. for... Uh, for uh, b- because of our city, we think we're very proud of it. Yeah. Um. Uh, and which I think is true. Yeah. And and but it, it mainly it comes from we had a streak of eight or nine years that it was voted the most livable city in the world. Yeah. And for which that, which that's that was going to be my point. Right. I wanted to preface it with the smug thing, mm-hmm. but then back it up with, but actually from outside of our control, out of yeah, yeah. you know just people voting. Yeah. Because of certain specific reasons, like they have criteria on like, you know, it's like healthcare, it's yep. about um, like crime mm-hmm. rates and things like that. Like we were the most livable. And so I think there is a part of me that's like, I, th- I don't, I don't know another city that I would necessarily want to go to because I think we do have a lot mm. Well, Vienna. There's a lot to... Often, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Vienna. Or... Which, I, which I think is the one that, that overtook us eventually. Are you sure? I think yeah. it was Vienna. I, 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 th- I don't know, I, Nelson. I, I know... Um... I don't bother looking at other cities. No, it was... Uh, yeah. Because the was... coffee there is no good. Uh, no, it was the place in Canada. That was definitely up there. Oh, oh Vienna. Yeah, 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 Vienna. <laughs> Vienna. Vienna, Canada. Uh, yeah. Toronto? <sighs> What's the... No, no, no. The other is it very yeah it's it's super important <laughs> it's so important to say anyway no that's not the point but I guess to continue on this point it is hard for us to sort of say yeah come here know, like like <laughs> don't, to don't like go to New York come here we're the second most livable city <laughs> yeah but I but I don't understand the concept of needing and wanting to go to another city to like change mm. my life but okay let, let let's change it into um. A, a, a smaller microcosm to help you uh, get this example, though, is like suburb. You lived in a suburb, but then you moved closer into the city, in, into a suburb that is yeah. more kind of, I guess, mm. there's there's more kind of going on and it's less suburban and it's it's more, I mean, mm. still suburban, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it would be like moving from a small suburb in closer into the city, say. And I, I get why people do it. Like I understand that, um, like there's a need to be more. There are people I think that need to be kind of like plugged in, and if you're in America, I can, I get the sense that if you want to be on your finger on the pulse, you you're in the zeitgeist. You feel like New York is where that is all happening, and you want to be there. Otherwise, you feel like you're on the up, like slow on the uptake. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But, the, I mean, that's not her question. Her question is, how do you build up the courage to actually get out yeah, of your yeah. comfort zone and do it? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Do you know what I found was interesting? What's that? Uh, so I made a joke at the start about she says, oh, because it's also about like how do you how do you break off those kind of relationships, but not the boyfriend. And I thought, uh, yeah, that's funny. Made a joke about oh, ditch the boyfriend. These women on this show actually went into mm, maybe you do need to ditch the boyfriend. Really? Which I thought was every guy's worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> that some girl writes into a podcast or radio show. And the, the women on their, is, their advice is to get rid of the guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they didn't say it so blatantly, but they and they were like, you know, but maybe his goals aren't aligned with yours and yeah. you need to do what's uh, important for you. Like, God damn, if I was like really in love with a person mm. and then they were, they were like, I mean, I suppose I would have that conversation. They're like, hey, I want to go to New York. I'd be like, okay, I'd, you know, consider that uh, possibility. Yeah. But then if, the, if in the end... For logical reasons, you were like, well, we, you know, uh, it makes more sense for us to stay in our hometown yeah. because of X, Y, Z reasons. Then but, should but, that person still leave? But this this person, didn't they say that they did go and then had to come back? Briefly, yeah. Yeah. So in a sense, they have already had the courage to try. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. so it is within them to do it. Yeah, and there, there, there are factors that are keeping them at home, and there will always be factors that are keeping them at home. Yeah, um, but what what was it that drove you the first time? And I mm. understand that you're now scared of failure. Yeah, but I mean, with, without the failure, it's, I think it just seemed like a lot of circumstance, though. You know, which is difficult. Like, yeah, she's younger and in college, and she's not anymore because it was an internship that she got. So it's like, yeah, I, so I think there's like less theoretically. Weigh you down, and then and then you never know whether the same problems. Like maybe she missed her boyfriend a lot, yeah, that's and then true. came went back to yeah. hometown, and so so she wasn't actually able to to um, get through that that barrier of of uh, sort of break, not necessarily breaking off relationship. We didn't have a long distance relationship or whatever, but um, you know m- maybe that's made it worse for her. Like she, she has less courage now because she went there and was like, I failed for the reasons that I think I'm going to fail <laughs> if uh, I try again. I would say, you know, nothing has to be permanent. You yep. can go again. And if you, it does turn out that you miss your boyfriend too much or if, if everything is too expensive there or if it's not all that it cracked up to be, that is fine as well. Mm, yeah. But it, it won't ruin your life trying again. Yeah. yeah. And you, there, there's, there's so much to gain. <laughs> And little to lose by trying again because it doesn't have to be forever. If you move there, you don't have to sign a contract that says, I will be here forever and I'll never come home out of shame. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, that's that that's true. And you know what? You only live once. And you know what? We are just carbon in a godless universe, floating around a sun. Yeah. None of it's important. No your life is just not important. It's so insignificant. It's nothing. Give it a go. Give it a go. Don't ask anyone out. We've established yeah, that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't <laughs> ever <laughs> ask anyone out. <laughs> Drop zero, obviously, we mentioned. Yeah. Don't ask anyone out. Your life's insignificant. Give it a go. Give it a go. Yeah. You only live once. Yeah. That's. But also, you only live once, so be careful. Yeah, but you only live <laughs> once. <laughs> uh, all right. Solid advice yeah. from us. <laughs> I do have another question, or do you want to get into AMA? Let's get into AMA. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're pretty lame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
anyway, and uh, also now that I've discovered that loophole, the answers are always going to be your life's insignificant. Give yeah, it a go. It's, it's nothing. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, the, the, uh, the AMA. Yes. <laughs> ask us anything or ask me anything. Ask me anything. Yeah, yeah. Just me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, we've got a couple here. Yeah. So I've got one here from cousin Rowan. It says, gentlemen. Wow, those impressions. Um, <laughs> proving once and for all this is not a comedy podcast. Well, I think technically, Rowan, you'll stand corrected as we are listed, self-listed, yeah. in comedy. In comedy. So, <laughs> check. Technically speaking, yeah. this is a comedy uh, podcast. Do you know what's funny? I was listening back to that. I was like, man, these are so... Look, yours are actually pretty good. But I was like, mine, I, very look, bad. It, I'm very bad at impressions. If you think mine came off any better, it's because mine were all very short, you'll notice. Yeah. And they're, my, they're and all yours, single words. And yours were next to mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's often good. I, again. Like in that scale of attractiveness, yeah. if you're standing next to somebody that's far uglier than you, mm. your number goes up. Yeah. In, 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 again, that? we need to stipulate, in case people haven't listened to that episode, this isn't a claim we've made. <laughs> like if Rowan's like, sing a song. We've yeah. never claimed to be good singers, yeah, so you yeah. can't. If we're not good at yeah. singing, yeah. you can't then be like, "Oh, you're bad at yeah. singing." <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> anyway, okay. I asked my wife Kate for an AMA as I was coming up short. She ignored my request and told me that she burnt herself on the oven. Karma. <laughs> uh, that's you, what that is, is. Is this podcast slowly? Ripping Rowan's family apart. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. AMA, his son, his wife. Oh, AMA God. 80.0. What is the worst injury you've ever sustained? Cheers, cousin Rowan. Um, I, I, I must say, like, I, I've never, I, I, I'm pretty lucky in that I've never broken a bone because you only live once. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I have weird injuries that aesthetically uh, kind of suck. Like, um, I have uneven front teeth. Like, I, okay. I have a chipped front tooth. Yeah, which it you know, didn't really hurt or anything like that, but it is a constant like annoying right. injury. Not because it laid me out or anything like that, but every photo I need to smile in a very specific way as to not have my uneven teeth shown. Yeah. So for longevity's sake, yeah. I would say that is actually the, probably the worst thing <laughs> okay. because it's with me literally every day. I mean, I could get a cat. Oh, that's really interesting. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, I mean, I've never noticed that. I if you smiled, I'd just be like. Just can't be smiling. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not um super like uh it, you know I I'm not the hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, but obviously on on the attractive scale, it did knock me down a whole point. <laughs> I'm more I'm more drawn to your weird ass nose. Yeah, but we, yeah. <laughs> people that have never seen me. Oh boy, oh, it is uh, <laughs> weird. Imagine the weirdest nose you've seen times yeah. that by two. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. yeah. You actually have a very normal nose now oh, that I look at it. Thank you. It's very just generic. Generic. Yeah. Yeah. My, oh, such my, a generic nose. My girlfriend nose. often tells me I'm very generic looking. <laughs> uh, How is that for your self-esteem? <laughs> it's fine. Like I know. I know. Like if I commit a crime, you're not gonna find me. Yeah. yeah. I look true. like every guy my age. Yeah. Yeah. I've got brown hair. It's a little bit scruffy. I've got mm. a little bit of a beard on. I'm I'm an average height. Yep. I've got a normal nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What is unique? I, no, you know what's going to get me in trouble? My tooth. Oh, like, oh he had <laughs> weird teeth. They'd be like, his front teeth, one of them is slightly chipped. Yeah. That's what's going to get me in trouble, yeah, if anything. Again, that's, that's why it's my worst injury. But it's probably fine because you're white. And yeah. so they'll just start <laughs> looking for a, a black guy with chipped tooth. <laughs> so, like, and, and, well, 
even to the point where where speaking of me being generic looking, which is not this question. Yeah. Um, we were once we were describing to someone, um, like a mutual friend, uh, me and my girlfriend, someone else's boyfriend, and uh, and Stacey was like, I oh, know he's kind of he's just average looking. I don't and I said he looks like me. <laughs> yeah. And she looks. She goes, he does look like you. Actually. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Anyway, have you ever had a really bad injury? Uh, the worst one I've had is um, when I was younger. I went to a BMX track, mm-hmm. uh, and I'd uh, never been on one before. I was young-ish, uh, maybe ten. Yep. And uh, so there's a it's it was a dirt BMX track. So essentially, the, you go down this huge ramp. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of climb these stairs with your bike. You go down this huge ramp. Um, and then you, and there's just huge hills that you do big jumps over, yeah. like very, um, uh, a, a high incline, uh, sort of hills that yeah. you jump over. You yeah. meant to do cool tricks, like spin your handlebars around as you go over. Mm. I wasn't doing that. I was freaking the F out <laughs> every jump. I was like, Oh my God, this is crazy. Um, and so I, I went maybe once or twice and I saw this one guy there, there was, so there was this one hill that was kind of uh, narrow, like this jump that was that was quite narrow at the top, but it was flat on yeah. the top. Yeah. Uh, and I saw this one guy as I was going around. He he uh, went up the jump and then turned on the flat part and then kind of uh, and walked along the the flat part mm. uh, just as like a, 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 a is he was sort of having a break kind of thing, you right. know, um, and. Uh, and so I went around a few times and I was like, oh, I might do that. That, mm. that seemed like easy to do and cool to do. I am embarrassed by this because even at a song, such a young age, I should have understood the idea of momentum. Because <laughs> when he did it, he's like coming up much slower. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as he gets to the top, kind of spins the perfect sort of distance so that He's just standing on top. He had I'm accommodated going, for momentum. Yeah, yeah. I'm going like full pelt yeah. at this at this ramp, <laughs> at this jump. And right at the top, I spin my head about. <laughs> right? well, now's the time in which I should uh, go. And then I just plummeted on the other side of the, the hill. I rolled down. Um, I remember my arm being cut up really badly, actually. Uh and like like skin hanging off my my arm it was really it was really gross and so my dad came running up all the cool kids at the bmx track were looking on i was pretty embarrassed <laughs> uh and then so we went and like found a tap and we're like uh yeah putting it underwater but i was like in a lot of pain and we rode to this bike track so my dad had to um leave he left me there and uh, rode his bike home as fast as he could so that he could bring the car around and pick me up and then we went to the doctors and i ended up i didn't uh break my arm but i had a fracture in my sure. arm so yeah. um yeah that that was kind of the worst thing but i learned a very valuable lesson on momentum that yeah. day <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wasn't all bad yeah. but yeah god i just felt like such an idiot <laughs> to be to be honest uh <clears throat> thank you Ryan, for that question yeah thank you I have one here from Hazim. He wrote uh, a longer email. I cut it down a little bit. So I'm po- apologies, Hazim. Uh, he said, gents, funny you should mention if I visit Melbourne. I'm actually trying to plan a trip to Australia in the next two years. 
Party Pie Livecast will now be on the agenda. Yeah, yeah right on. <laughs> um, I won't be here because <laughs> what a terrible idea that would be. <laughs> um, hope the live stream can handle that much traffic. Oh, yeah. As an AMA segment for you guys, you've mentioned how I should avoid Federation Square <laughs> like the plague. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the, that's, you know what? That's going to be a live stream as well, okay? When you get here... I will meet you. I'll pick you up from the airport. We're going to go straight to Federation Square <laughs> and you're going to have to give your, uh, yeah. give your thoughts. No on time that. to digest it. Yeah. Yeah. On the spot. On what the do spot, you think? What are it? your thoughts? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, you, uh, you should avoid uh, Federation Square like plague. Although now I feel obligated to go see it. What the fuss is about. Yeah. You'll be disappointed. What, <laughs> what, what should be on my must see slash do for Australia? Uh, also, for the podnapping song stealing segment, as soon as I heard you play the One Direction, uh, as soon as I heard you play the One Direction song, I thought of the Who. Oh. So I'm going to give it a rip off judgment. Yeah, uh, I think it's fine if people do it, but credit them, credit them if that's that blatant. Yeah. As for the Katy Perry song, eh, I think the similar drum background just makes it sound the same. But otherwise, I give it a pass. If you want some great examples of this, the TED Radio Hour from NPR did a segment on sampling, referencing the song that's definitely worth listening. It's wild how many modern songs sample slash steal from even the one example they give. Yeah, okay, cool. It's interesting. I think we had the different thoughts about the songs. Mm. I thought the One Direction song and the Who was more different than the other one, which is funny Mm. that we... um, Hazim is the incline. Uh, yeah, it, it it even kind of like shows, I guess, people's interpretation. Like the listener mm-hmm. is a big factor on almost kind of plagiarism as well. In yeah. a, in a sense, yeah, you know, yeah, that's that's very true. People's interpretation. Okay. Anyway, the question he wants a, a list of to do be or must see do for Australia. Uh, I would say um, something that, that we've done and we recommend to both people coming here and people that live here yeah, is actually like traveling across the country. Um, we, we started in Western Australia over the other side of the country. Cause, uh, where we are in state of Victoria is, um, on one edge of the country like yeah. where we're right on the coast of, of the, let's say the, the right hand side of the country. If I'm, if I'm using my hands as an example, yeah. and then Western Australia on the left hand, uh, the very coast of that. And we yeah. drove from one coast to the other, which is, I believe the the length of Europe. It's a re- it's a big country. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's we're like, also a continent. <laughs> we're also a continent. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it is it is as far as going from the top of Europe to the to the bottom of Europe. Right. Um, okay. I only yeah. know that because when we were renting our car, they had an overlay um, of uh, Australia uh, and to give Europe you a perspective inside of to like, be like this, yeah. this is what you're about to do, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that was really great. You you see. Um, you see kind of, there, there's two ideas that people have of Australia. There's the modern Australia that it actually is, which is just a kind of a modern city. Um, uh, Melbourne and Sydney are pretty into their culture, wise, you know, like galleries and stuff like that. Melbourne is. 
Sydney, okay. <laughs> Sydney, Sydney's like literally just a business district, yeah, mainly. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's very little nightlife. I think they've been getting better over the years. Yeah, but it yeah, was, it was like, like a lockout, like a, a drinking lockout. That's yeah, yeah. It's still a pretty early one, like one a.m. I think. But but some places just close yeah, at yeah. like ten p.m. in the city, uh, which I, is I would crazy say, for um, Melbourne. Sydney is better for like beaches and stuff like that. Uh, they have some really really nice beaches in Sydney. Yeah, uh, and, and more iconic. Uh, but there's that idea of Australia, which is like you, you know, Chris Hemsworth. Let's say is an example of that. Yeah, okay, he, yeah. He goes for a surf. Um, you could imagine him having a coffee in a laneway in Melbourne. I was like, he's a, he's a modern guy, a little sophisticated, yeah, but yeah. very Australian, laid back. When you hear, hook up with Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, he's always around. Go on, a, he's around. Yeah. He, Sometimes he, it's just Liam, and, and I, like it's fine. But yeah, 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 yeah. But when Chris we, is here, it's a we fun. normally just talk about how Chris is doing. Yeah, <laughs> <to> Liam. <laughs> Uh, hey Liam, are they making any more Hunger Games? Yeah. Nah, mm, oh. didn't think so. <laughs> didn't actually think so. Yeah, yeah. making more Marvel good. though, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thor's always going to be relevant. Isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, there's that idea of Australia, and there's also the idea of Australia, which is the like the outback and um, mm-hmm. the dusty plains and the, yep. the kangaroos mm-hmm. hopping ar- across. Uh, this kind of stuff, uh, and going from one side of the country through the through the, well, we went through something called the Nullarbor Plain, which is like a yep. big long road, kind of mm-hmm. down the bottom. Um, you see both of those things. Yeah, you start in a city that is you know uh, a little small. That's like small country town city in yep. Western Australia. You see the plains of Australia. You go across something called the Ninety Mile Straight, which yep. is just flat land as far as the eye can see, little bushes, very kind of picturesque Australia, what you what you imagine when you look at that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then you you end in either Melbourne or Sydney, you can go either way, which is the more modern interpretation. Mm. So that is the best way to see everything, I would say. Yeah, yeah. And that's actually what, uh, like that, that trip, I love that. I've said it many times, I think even on this podcast, that uh, that was the best trip I took, which was just in my life, which was just through Australia. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, I might say more about my personality. I think of what 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 I like, but yeah, I just liked the uh, emptiness of everything. Yeah. Um, which um, and, and realistically, you don't have to go that far out of like Melbourne or um, to Adelaide in South Australia to see that sort of mm. stuff. Uh, I think if you do have the time, it's worth doing that trip. Um, it's it's very cool, but uh, uh, but yeah, that 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 outback aesthetic is very yeah. nice and, to put it also into perspective. Again, I think something I've said on the podcast before, but uh, there's a point in this trip that we were on where you're closer to outer space than you are the next town over. Yeah. That's how, that's how far, that's how far the distance is. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And we, we did, I mean, we, in our daily lives, despite what the reputation of Australia might be, don't see kangaroos. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. They're not hopping around our suburban neighborhood that we live in. Yeah. But we did just encounter them by chance setting up one night we were we were sleeping on top of a car in a tent yeah yeah uh, which sounds weird but it makes sense uh if you know it was cool about. it was yeah, cool design yeah. yep uh but where we were just off a couple meters were kangaroos like mm. you you do get kind of both ends yeah. of that uh are there any don'ts that you would say i would say don't go to our theme parks they're not good um like no, i think they're well, fine sea world's fine hazim is coming from <clears throat> the u.s yeah which they have theme parks worked out yeah, and the 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 best Australian theme park is like your mid range American theme park. I think you go. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, 
Don't go to the theme parks for... Oh, I don't know. I think it's probably fine, to be mm. honest. Because I think, like, rides are rides. Are rides. Yeah. You, you know, yeah, okay, you yeah. get the exhilaration on yeah. to all of them. And then, and then I think it becomes about like some of the the, aesthetic, the aesthetics, yeah, and and the shows, mm-hmm. and I feel like, and they're all probably different. Yeah, okay, know. okay, I yeah, think yeah. it's okay. Yeah, do what you want. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll go real specific then. Okay, real specific. Uh, if you're in Victoria, just don't go to a suburb called Sunshine. It sounds oh, nice, yes. but it's not. It's, that's Stay. how they get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just. <laughs> So as long as you stay away from that one suburb on the uh, the west side of Melbourne, yeah, you'll be all right. You know, stay away from the west side of Melbourne in yeah, general. Yeah, Just yeah. in general, <laughs> it's not it's not as good. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of um, good places in the city. I think even uh, it's very stereotypical. But go to Hosier Lane, which is yeah. a graffiti a graffitied uh, laid uh, place. Just yeah. because. That kind of is a bit of the culture here, so you may as well go to the yeah, main yeah, yeah. place to. I would say, uh, I mean, we we can obviously speak more confidently on Melbourne than than other cities, but I would say if you just went onto some TripAdvisor of like things to do in Melbourne, there's there doesn't appear to be that much. It would be like go to the MCG football field, go to the Acme, uh, you know, uh, museum. But what Melbourne is good at is having places in that you. That it's one of those kind of wanky cities where it's like you need to know about it to know where yeah, to go. Yeah, that's kind a good of a point. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you need to make some friends. Yeah. Oh, while you're here, Hazim. We'll introduce Maybe some you to people. the picture. This podcast, boys. Yeah, they're very <laughs> nice. Very. They they know a lot of places. Um, obviously, if you had us, we'd charge. Yeah, yeah. We charge a lot as well. Yeah, yeah. To take you to hose your lane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll take you... I'll tell you what, we'll, we've talked about this on the show more than you'd think we would, but we'll take you to the Montague Street Bridge <laughs> and we'll see if there's a truck stuck in there. Yeah. <laughs> if you want, we could hire a truck, <laughs> run into it ourselves. That would be really fun. I, I think that would be good. That, I, I think that's on my bucket list that now, to get a, a truck stuck in... be a the- tourist... <laughs> Attraction. We could start a business. <laughs> just we'll work out how much it is to to rent a truck and then pay for the insurance on it. Yeah, and we'll charge just slightly more yeah. than that yeah. for the experience of getting a truck stuck <laughs> under the bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. I'd like to do that. Um, <clears throat> well, thank you for adding in yeah, uh, Hazim, you. and thank you for adding in Rowan. If you would like to write in, you can do so. Reddit podcast, R-E-A-D-I-T podcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com, yeah. at Facebook, at Twitter, and our subreddit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all R-E-A-D-I-T podcast. Um, here's a weird thing that mm-hmm. I thought you could also do, just because I've been bored lately. Sure. Is if you play chess, add me on chess with friends. Okay. My username is Nels13, I think. Okay, Nels13. Yeah. N-E-L-S-1-3. Yeah. Yeah, great. If you play chess, go yeah. for it. Yeah, won't have to show, <laughs> but uh, there well, you go. <laughs> I just need more, more friends to play with. Um, uh, but also last week we mm. said uh, we, we we appreciate it when you, the listener, recommend the show to a friend. Yeah. And we thought we should hold ourselves accountable for that as yeah. well. So yeah. we're going to try and uh, recommend this show to uh, to somebody new every week. Yeah. Um, Kemba, how did you go with this task? Uh, I, so I, I had an initial plan, which I'd even kind of told you about, yeah. but that failed. 
Yeah. And I, I've put in a, a backup plan, which I actually sent out yesterday. Mm-hmm. I checked the inbox just this morning and nothing has come through yet, but there is incoming okay. the results of my plan. Oh, so okay. maybe next week, I, if they come through, okay. I might send some reminders. Okay, okay. <laughs> if they come through, I'll be able to tell you what my plan was. Okay, good one, good one. Uh, what I did was I decided to go to the Twitterverse. Sure. Uh, and just thought, Sorry, I'll throw us. Oh, our Google Home's been uh, okay. Just started <laughs> talking then. That was a bit weird. Um, but uh, yeah, so I thought there's people quite often looking for podcast recommendations. Yeah, this is easy, you know, yeah. easy shot. To yeah, fish in a barrel. Fish in a barrel. Um, but then I was like, but there's a lot of people recommending their podcasts to mm. these people. Yeah, how do I get? convince people a little bit more you know put the pressure on a little bit yeah and i thought sort of a form of blackmail Mm. or perhaps to guilt them yeah so this is what i've done this is the first person it was uh christina uh and she said giving books a break and podcasts a try open to any recommendations so i wrote you're welcome to not listen to our podcast I can't be held responsible if my co-host Cambo <laughs> euthanizes a kitten as a result of your actions. <laughs> and then I put a gif of a real cute kitten yeah, very um, good, very being, good. being being pet. Hmm. Uh, and uh, didn't get a response for that one. That was a bit of a bugger. In the next one, I just Pauline Ann said, any podcast recommendation, guys? I wrote, my co-host Cambo said if we didn't get more listeners this week, he was going to you-know-what to a kitten. <laughs> I don't know what you-know-what means, but I don't think I want to find out. <laughs> do you? And then I put a gif of Michael Scott from the office saying, all I can do right now is put on a brave face. <laughs> um, uh, and then uh, it's, I did a final one, and this was just by B. Mm-hmm. And they said... Uh, Part of me wants to do a podcast recommendation thread, but also I know that nobody cares about my opinion or podcasts. I wrote, hey, Baremus, that was actually the name. Hey, Baremus, don't be so down on yourself, buddy. If you recommended our podcast, we'd totally value your opinion. (laughs) Also, my co-host Cambo does weird things to kittens. (laughs) This isn't relevant. I just thought you should know. And then I did a gif of Arnold Schwarzenegger lifting cats. Somebody's replaced dumbbells with cats. Yeah, very good. Uh, very good. Hilarious. Um, that's good. That's, and, that's guerrilla marketing. Yeah, and I did get a response from from one person and, mm-hmm. and they've actually listened. They, uh-huh. they they said they listened already. Um, but I, I did just do one last one. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of just got lost with what I was meant to be doing. Right. Um, and so <laughs> this Lacey May said, uh, currently accepting podcast recommendations. And I just wrote, Cambo kills kittens. <laughs> So, and is this from the official Reddit on Reddit uh, account? Yeah, 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 yeah. Great, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So obviously, you know, they'll click on yeah, like, yeah. what, what is this? <laughs> good, and then they'll, good. and then they'll get to the episode. So, yeah. uh, that those were my. That's that's, that's very good. That's very. I, okay. I, I I like your hustle. Okay, thank you. Uh, so yes, uh, but that's it for the show. Yeah, I've got kittens to get to, so we got to wrap this up. <laughs> you got kittens to get to. Uh, but so thank Sorry, you. Sorry, kittens is the name of a strip club here in Melbourne. <laughs> it really that is, is true. It really is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because as every drunk guy in Melbourne will tell you, at kittens, they let you touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, thank you for listening and we will read you later. <laughs>